So this is the first time I've ever done this before. It's a special bonus episode. So what happened is, if you heard my conversation with Romaine Brown Palmer earlier this week, you know, we're pals and all of that. We finished her formal interview, if you can call it formal, but we finished the interview. We um, clicked stop record and we just started chatting about some of the things we see virtual assistants um, do wrong. Honestly, you know, we were, we're both virtual assistant coaches. Um, so we really know like what happens with new virtual assistants. We really know um, the, the common mistakes that we see and um, sort of the struggles that we see. And so we started getting into this kind of real and raw conversation. And we were like, you know what? Everyone needs to hear this. Like support squad listeners need to hear this. So we hit record and we recorded a raw and real conversation between two virtual assistant coaches. And I think you guys are going to take a lot from it. So enjoy this episode. I'm not even going to add the intro on this. I'm just going to go straight into my episode with, or this bonus conversation with Romaine. So listen in. Welcome to our bloopers reel. No, I'm just kidding. Extra bonus content. So yeah, we were just having a conversation about um, how communication and communication management is such a big part of being a virtual assistant um, and how a lot of the virtual assistants that you see that are really thriving, it's because they've mastered these this one thing. It's being able to address the monster when it's small. Mm-hmm having the confidence to deal with when something, when a red flag points up, don't let that bad boy continue to grow. And Mm -hmm. this bad behavior just keep going until you get fed up. Yeah. Deal with it from the beginning. And I think communication is such an important skill for any small business owner to master because the pro of being a small business owner is that you have a lot of control over your day-to-day and all that stuff or whatever the con of being a small business owner is sometimes people will try to play you totally and so you need yeah to be able to stand up for yourself totally and I think so so many service providers are are people pleasers and 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 their idea of communication is kind of like okay, yes, okay, okay, yes. And then what's going on behind the scenes, there's a lot of resentment growing. Mm -hmm. There's like a lot of like assuming going on. I see so many problems happening by assuming that the client wants this or assuming that the client won't change. Conversations happening that you've developed in your head. In your head, yes. That the client is just like, and then when you bring it up to the client, they're like, okay. Right. I had um, a VA, we were talking about her taking a vacation. She's like, and she's going to say this and she's going to say, say this and she's mm-hmm. going to do this. And so I was just like, why don't you just say, Hey, you know, I need to take a couple of days and see what happens. The client was like, Oh, okay, cool. I was wondering how you haven't taken a vacation. Yes. They're waiting on us. You have to I communicate. <laughs> I remember the first time, the one of my very first clients, the first time I kind of did this, I where I was starting to feel all this resentment grow, growing with my client, I wrote this big email and I was like, and you don't respect me, my time. And like, I wrote all this stuff. And I, I was like, see, I, I showed my husband, I was like, I'm going to send her this. He was like, do not send your client that. And then I looked, I stepped back and I was like, you know what? you're right. And I was like, let's get on a call and figure out how we can like 
fix some of this. And then everything that it was all completely resolved just by literally having a conversation, all of the resentment I had, I had created it in my head. And a lot of it is we create our own problems. I don't think we realize how much control we actually have over our life Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and how everything that happens to the negative is reactive to something that we didn't do in the first place. Yes. Yes. So for me, in my first year of business, I had a whole bunch of habitual, I used to say, oh, she's a habitual line stepper. He's a habitual line stepper. When I didn't realize that the problem why they were habitual line steppers is because I was a habitual boundary breaker, right? I would say I'm working from Monday through Friday, nine to five. And then I would be sending them emails at six o'clock. Mm-hmm. And so they would be like, oh, I want to honor your your effort. And they would get into reactive mode, right? If they were online, they would start responding to me because they want to help me leave the office on time. They thought they were doing me a favor, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was making it an emergency, but mm-hmm. it wasn't an emergency, right? And so that's when I learned about, you know, before Google had the the send later feature. Right, right. I downloaded Boomerang. Boomerang, yeah. See, I'm solution oriented. Once I realized I was the problem, I'm like, how can I fix this? Mm -hmm. And so the things that I would do was like, I would Boomerang emails to go out and be sent the following morning. Even if I wanted to work a little bit later because I was doing my one last thing. And then the other thing is I was working on Saturdays and letting them know that I was there. Mm -hmm. Of course, they're going to be like, what? I know. And then when, once you've done that, it's just all like the door is open. They're going to bug you at all times. And so, um, and I, I think there's this trend that happens and I, I feel like it's, it comes from a good place and it's supportive, but there's this trend I see of people going into like the virtual assistant savvy's Facebook group or something. And they're like, my client doesn't respect my boundaries or something. And everyone's like, fire the client. They're not your ideal client anyway. And I'm always like, but wait, like, are you communicating with them? Because right. I'm going to guess that you're, you probably haven't communicated most of this with them or like attempted to find solutions for these problems. We're so quick to like, because people are scared, I think of communication. And that's why, like what I was saying was the problem is usually communication. And then behind that, it's the confidence, the confidence yep. to speak up. So yep. I, I literally, I created something called that I do with my freedom think session clients called the white glove um, the white glove journey to client retention. Mm. And it's just like, that's literally it. You're planting those communication seeds. You know, a lot of times I'll sit down with virtual assistants and they're like, exactly what you said. My client's not respecting my boundaries. My client's not this. I'm just like, okay, let me see your welcome letter. Welcome letter. Don't talk nothing about no office hours. (laughs) Don't talk about anything about days that they're going to be out it doesn't talk about any potential vacation time and how they're going to manage that. Mm-hmm. It addresses nothing, right. right? Look at their contract. It addresses nothing. Mm-hmm. It's just like a one page contract that like addresses nothing. <laughs> just basically says you need to pay on time and that like addresses none of these things. Right. And I just think it's so important that we, even within onboarding clients and working with clients, making sure that you're planting those seeds of, what those are, and then making sure that you are not the first person to break team. Right. So like set parameters in place for yourself. So just like I said, my Slack and my Asana will not send me notifications outside of my office hours Mm -hmm. so that I'm not tempted 
to react, read, to yeah. react or yeah. any of that. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to deal with any of that stuff. Right. And then even perfect example, like you're in a Zoom meeting and you don't put yourself as a way on Slack. So you're getting all the notifications while you're trying to be present and that's building anxiety. Mm-hmm. Those are the yeah. little things that you do, you know, that you protect your space that gives you the freedom to be like, okay, I'm going to be present. I'm going to be here. Mm-hmm. So it's just like all those little things, those little habits that formulate and all those habits take exactly what you said, confidence. And there's also this fear, I think that we're going to, our clients are going to be mad or they're going to want us to be available all the time. But what I always explain to VAs is that when you're setting these boundaries, what you're doing is you're looking out for your clients. They don't want like a reactive, like scattered, um, anxious virtual assistant. They need to know that their VA is like in control of their business and their life. And like, has this all mapped literally out? Literally sent an email out to clients when we switched to the time blocking model, explaining why, and mm-hmm. then we included that. Right. And so, all of them were like, "This makes so much sense." Some of them were they don't practice that in their business because their business is everything, and they're not supporting multiple clients. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the email basically said something to the effect of, "Because we're a shared service." And we want to make sure that we're supporting our clients at the highest level. We are switching to time blocking. Mm-hmm. And what time blocking, our commitment to you is your account will be touched two times a day, one time in the morning and one time in the afternoon. Before we get started with our day, we track everything that is urgent. And so your most urgent tasks will be taken care of in your first time block. And then by the end of the day, you'll have another touch point that allows you to Um, allows us to know that everything that's time sensitive for the day is taken care of. Mm -hmm. We sent that as an email. We started to include that. And so now, instead of saying, oh, I need this done now, when they would say in Slack, they're like, can you get this done for me in my next time block? Next time block. And because you created that, you set the expectations, you created- Literally just an email Mm -hmm. and the whole thing shifted. And we're like, hey, can you get this done in your next time block? Or if you're, you know, they literally, because now they had the language to use to support. Yes. Yeah. 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 Giving, giving your clients the vocabulary, giving them the systems to use and setting those expectations. Yep. It's everything. It's so important. And you can't like, uh, yeah, it's just like, a, half the time I sit down yeah. with people and <laughs> after the fact, they're just like, well, just read me for filth then, because I thought the client was the problem. I'm like, no, boo, it's you. Because <laughs> whenever I, you point a finger, there's four coming back at exactly. you. Exactly. And that has been the most real thing. It's, um, and I think self-awareness as a business owner is so important. Mm-hmm. It's just like, before you start building resentments and popping off internally, mm-hmm. um, you have to be like, okay, what did I do to create this monster? Because monsters don't just pop out of anything. And it's the same thing in our interpersonal relationships. A lot of times, you know, when you are having a problem with your partner, it's like you and or you get to the point where you're fighting with your partner. It's a tit for tat situation. It's reaction to reaction to reaction. Mm -hmm. So because you woke up in a bad mood in the morning and then you snapped at them because they left the toothpaste off the thing. And then they snapped at you because you left the wet towel on the floor and it just keeps like snowballing. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing in your client relationships. And so you have to look at what the root cause is. And a lot of times, just like we said, 
communication and confidence Mm -hmm. is what the root cause of why you're having those kind of challenges with your clients. Totally. And it's not easy stuff. And that's why I don't like to say that like anyone can be a VA because like this stuff is, it's complicated. Right. And I I always tell people, you know, when I come across milder VAs, I'm just like, this business is going to eat you alive if you don't learn to stand up for yourself and speak up and take what you need. It's like they're in these communities and they're just sitting down passively, Mm -hmm. just consuming, but Mm -hmm. not sharing or not getting involved. And then wondering why they're not achieving the same results. The people who are playing full out in communities are the ones that are getting yeah, they're getting opportunities. Yeah, they're getting connected right. to other virtual assistants. It's, I tell people all the time, I'm like, you have these amazing communities. You have the resources. You have me. Right. I'm literally sitting in my Slack channel for free. Right. This brain that's right. been through so much. Right. And you're not asking questions. I, I don't know. even feel bad for you. I know. <laughs> I mean, I, like the people in like my membership community, if they're showing up to the calls, if they're asking questions, if I know what their deal is, I literally like get them clients. Like I, like when referrals come to me, like I know, I know who, I know who, but if I, I don't know, know you, if I don't know, you, yeah. out, I don't know that you're the, you know, because he, this is what people don't realize. I closed my agency in December. I still get three to four leads a week. Oh, same. Yeah. I get, yeah. Right. Where people are less like, Hey, I need someone just like you. Right. If I don't know that you're just like me, then I can't say, Oh, this is the person that you go to. So that's, end up going that's to my a clients. whole other discussion. It's like show up, show up to your communities, like get to know, build these connections. It's, it's like, I can't tell yeah. you how many opportunities have come because of Sharon has come because of um, Norlandi in her community and giving me a platform and literally because I've nurtured these relationships it's put me in a position to be able to work with a lot of you some of you are like oh I've worked with Romaine before you know because I don't believe in one coach having everything I know that what you get from Sharon is not what you get from me Sharon's Sharon's all her good energy and I'm gonna be like listen here's your checklist here's your checklist right here's your journal here's your checklist here's your let's go (laughs) and Sharon's gonna nurture you to the point I'm just like I'm nurturing but at some point I'm just gonna look at you like yeah no it's totally you have it all just do it (laughs) yes it's totally yeah different yeah you need different things from different and just same with service providers like that's why you build relationships with other VAs because you know, a certain VA is not going to be able to offer what you offer to clients and they can refer you to people. So relationship building. And just sometimes you just don't vibe with people that you have discovery calls with. Totally. And you're just like, you know what? I know it's not that they're a bad client. They're just not a good fit for me. Mm -hmm. And you can be a resource. I have people who refer me business that I've told no. (laughs) And I referred them to someone else who was a rock star for them because their personalities were in, were vibing. And I'm just kind of like, that person is still referring me business, even though I said no to them, simply because uh, being of service, I'm just like, hey, I don't think I'm the one for you. Mm-hmm. I love you, <laughs> but we're going to kill each other. We're too right. like, or we're too something. Let me find you someone that would work well with you. Um, I'm going to post it in the group and we're going to get someone. And they're just like, you know what? Thank you. Because I do need to vibe with the person that I'm with. And we're just on the call trying to talk over each other. I'm like, this is not going to work. Right. I straight up told her. And that lady is like one of my top referral right. partners. 
Like she's always sending me people. She's like, oh, she she uses my name like it's a verb and <laughs> never work together. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's it's really really important to do this stuff. It's 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 work, you guys. You gotta you gotta put in the work. You gotta show up and communicate, speak up for yourself. Yes. And having a community with whatever coach, whatever person you vibe with, dive in, use those resources. Like so many of us coaches, we're, you know, we have our paid programs and we're also, we offer so much for free. So show up and like so much access. Like I know in three, four years, y'all know how I am. I'm just going to be like, (laughs) I retire from this, right? I'm good for the retires. Like, listen, you have free access to me at this point. Mm-hmm. where I have time and I have all this stuff or whatever, use your resources. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I tell virtual assistants that they need to stop saying is, I don't want to bother you if I hear that mm-hmm. one more time. Mm-hmm. If I hear that one more time. Yeah. You are not bothering anyone because you are asking for something that you need. Right. Either they can do it or they can't. Right. And so because everybody's afraid of the no, they can't get the wins and they can't get the yes. So like one of my um, clients that I worked with, she says something like, um, her name is Felicia Hatcher. And she says, the, the W that you want so badly is behind the L that you're unwilling to take. The win that you oh, want the win. is behind the loss, the that loss you're unwilling. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like, because you're afraid of the no, you don't ask. And do you all. know, it's, it's so... It's very rarely a no, like it's wild. Like same with our clients when we want to implement these changes, when we want to create their these boundaries, you're rarely going to be a cl- get a client that's gonna be like no, like right, absolutely not, or like <laughs> you just talked on one of my favorite subjects, which is like when virtual assistants get asked stuff by their clients and they don't want to do it, mm-hmm. and I'm just like I come from a place of yes, I operate from a place of yes but I am the queen of the graceful no. Right. (laughs) And, you know, it's just simple framework. Like, you know, that's not my zone of genius, but Mm -hmm. I'm happy to find someone who can do that for you and I can manage the relationship. Will that work for you? Right. It's literally it. You don't have to say no. You just have to be resourceful. So a lot of times, like, you know, clients will be like, oh, I love your social media. Can you do social media for me? I'm like, pump your brakes. My <laughs> VA in the Philippines does my social media. Right. right. I create templates. Okay. Right. And so I'm just like, but I can get you someone. If you don't want to do it yourself, I can help find you a resource to get you someone to do this thing for you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So then they don't feel like I'm just like push back, push back, push back all the time, but they also get what they need, which is they just need the task done. Exactly. Just because they're asking you doesn't mean it has to be done by you you. if it's something that you don't want. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We just covered a lot of good stuff. I feel like it's going to be like part two. Like there's going to have episodes. (laughs) Bonus, bonus. (laughs) You guys, it's so rare that me and Romaine are here just like sharing all of this with you. Yeah. Raw we have so many things that we could talk about because it's just like, like literally we could have a series called something to the effect of it's you, babe. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. For like all the things that's happening in your business that are actually your fault. Yes. <laughs> and I think that, I mean, the word that I used yesterday in that Instagram story was accountability. It's like, you, you, you are in charge. And I, and I've just learned. And again, you guys, this is stuff that has taken me 
forever she so learn. nice. She's like, I'm gonna call it accountability. And I'm like, it's your fault. It's your fault. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always soften things a little bit, but I, I teach that too, with like how we manage our clients is like, it's not, it's not, we're going to fire the clients. It's like, no. let's, let's heal this relationship. Well, you would be like, let's like, I don't know what well, we're just doing. like, no, you have to like, you're, you're like, let's heal this relationship. I'm like, we need to have a real talk conversation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I call it a reset. I know I, I, I use that word too all the time. Yeah. I, I say, yeah, you, you need that reset. You need a, just a reset. And so that's why I have people, I'm just like, you know, one of the things that we first do with the freedom think session, when you're like, oh, I need to hit certain. And I'm just like, okay, let's rate your clients. Mm-hmm. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Right. <laughs> If we get any past past a D, they that's when they get fired. But then even with those within those, I'm like, what is the problem that you're having with this client? Exactly. Oh, you know, when I find out that it's, you know, they're a D client because you were giving them the cheap rates. Right. And now you have clients that are paying $25, 30, mm-hmm. $40, $40 an hour, but you were trying to give this person $15 an hour and that's why they're oh. a D client. That's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> You say what I say, but you say it differently than I say. (laughs) I'm always like, you need to take accountability. Like you, they are paying you that because that's what you told them to say to you. I'm just like, okay, so all you have to do is send this rate increase email and give them the opportunity to either meet your new rate or give them time to find someone. You just don't be like, oh, they're a D because they're paying me $15 an hour. That was the rate you set when you started mm-hmm. so it's your fault yep I'm just like what else makes them a d client oh they asked me to do a lot of work <laughs> they're always at, they're always giving me tasks and they're always asking me to do stuff and yeah last I checked you're a service provider right they need a service is it outside of scope no but they're always asking and they're only, they're only paying 15 dollars an hour and that's when I realized I'm like so the problem isn't the client the problem is I was like, so if that same client was paying $30 an hour or 35, would you be happy to do that work? Well, yeah, but they're only paying $15 an hour. So guess whose fault that is? Exactly. That's why (laughs) in in the support squad, my probably the most used resource inside is my rate change announcement template, because it's like, it's, and it's so good because it's like, it, it talks, it talks about I'm restructuring like yes. my business to serve you, my clients better. Yeah, that's, what, that's exactly like, what mine does. And it yeah. gives a sliding scale, like, okay, new clients coming in are paying 45, but since you've been rocking with right. me, here's your rate, right? right. That's and good. you have a month to think about it and decide if you want to move forward or not, you know, either way. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing is like, people don't want to address the $15 an hour clients because they're afraid to lose them, but then you're quick to fire them. Like right, that doesn't right, make right. any sense. Make it make sense. Make it make, make sense. It make sense. That, that's why you have people, to give them the opportunity yeah. to meet you. You have, yeah, you have to. I, I always say it's not fair to our clients to hold resentment for things that we haven't given them the opportunity to sh- change. Yeah. So right. I'm so with you because half the time I'm just like, you know, I would be, I'm just like, do I need to check myself? That's the question everybody needs to ask. Right. Do like, I, yeah. Do I need to check myself before I wreck myself? Yeah. Like my, like, <laughs> I said, like my husband, my husband had to check me before I sent that one crazy. Right. To a I'm glad you had a sounding board. Cause if yes. it was, I'm like, girl, you crazy. I know. Like, this is so emotional. Like, I know. Well, that, 
I'm just, I, I'm glad that I had, I was sound of mind enough to like show it to my husband because he yeah, was just I like, literally had someone that. stop talking to me because I told her to get out of her. <laughs> I was just like, you need to get out your feelings. This yes. email is full of feelings. Like, yes. And that's, and that's <laughs> the thing too. It's like, first of all, if you're having all those feelings, okay, write it down. Don't send it to your client, but then like really read it and be like, what, wait a second. Cause yeah. when I look back on things like that. It's always like, these are so many problems that have solutions. Yeah. And then that's the worst part about it is most business owners carry like, you know, I love the disc profile and most business owners carry a really heavy D dominant Mm -hmm. personality. Um, and they don't care about your emotions. No, they really don't. Like literally like the TikTok, we do not care. No, they really don't. They really don't. They just want to know that the work is getting done mm-hmm. and what they care about you as a person. If you've taken the time to develop the relationship. So that's also a part of it. You're building up a trust bank as you're working with these people. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, if you tell them, Hey, this needs to change. They're trusting that like, Oh, she just brought a blind spot that I wasn't aware of. Exactly. It's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So agree. <laughs> well, I don't want to take too much. It's already 11 o'clock. And I know today's like your day off too. It's Friday. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm going to lunch with my old team now. Oh, how cute. So yeah, we're still, we still hang out. Still- I wish I could come. <laughs> and, and no, because we are going to this bomb Italian restaurant. Oh good. my gosh. How <laughs> But yeah, so we're going to do that. And then, um, and I just think it's, it's important to stay connected to the people who helped you get to where you, you are. So when I, when I venture over to where you live and I'm like, I'm popping up on you, Sharon. Yes. Oh my gosh. I would love to connect sometimes. My, my travel, my travel itch is, it's something serious right now. (laughs) I would imagine that Dallas wouldn't be high on your list. It actually is though. I love country music. Oh, country music. Oh, wow. Yeah, we have country Yeah, music. people, I love country music. I love live music. I love- There's um, a lot of live music. Yeah, there's a lot of live music. And I love wide open spaces. Like I love to see cows and goats and, you know, all that stuff. I want to be in the fields running around with my arms open talking about the hills are alive <laughs> with the sound of music. I Just random it. black girl in a prairie dress. It's totally fine. <laughs> It's, so normal. Cute. it's normal. So normal. <laughs> She's like, so normal. <laughs> no, I'm all about it. I love cows and goats. No, see, it's like I see all the stuff that you post on the weekend that you, you know, like we don't have really good hiking trails here. And you guys have really good hiking trails and rivers and lakes and all that stuff. So I travel for that stuff. Like my trip to North Carolina was life changing. Even though they went too far, they had us going in the bush and I was like, yo, you guys, (laughs) you're starting to white people now. And I can't, I can't have my black card taken out because of this. Like if I get lost in the forest, they're going to be like, that's your own fault. That's your own fault. (laughs) Take accountability, Romaine. Take accountability. (laughs) (laughs) Who told you to go foraging through the woods? (laughs) Stay on the trail. Stay on the trail. Love it. All right. Well, I want you, yeah, I want you to be able to go with your friends and have an awesome day and weekend. Thank you for hanging out with me today. I appreciate it. 